Hello, everybody, and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host, Santino Tez, for this podcast. And first and foremost, I want to thank everybody who's uh, returned and stuck around to continue to listen to what I've had to say. And um, I want to thank all the subscribers who picked up the notification to, uh, to, to click and join in. I do have a website dedicated to this podcast, allthingsmedicalassistant.com. There you will find all of my podcasts uploaded in real time as they're produced. And you will also find a, a little area there to, uh, to leave a comment, uh, question, concern, which I will address at the next podcast. As well, you can find uh, these videos on YouTube at That Med Guy or All Things Medical Assistant. And uh, if you're a new subscriber or a new listener, please, if you find this informative or entertaining, please continue to listen. Um, if you're a new viewer, please go ahead and like the video, hit that subscribe button, get notified with the next uh, upload, and, and hopefully we can all learn something here together. So I believe this is uh, episode 17 here in season one, and uh, that's pretty it's, that's awesome. I'm, I'm getting some really good uh, hits on this, so thank everybody for, for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, it makes me feel like uh, it's, it's affirming, um, you know, that what I've had to say is either rings true or um, makes sense or is agreeable. Again, if you don't agree, if you're if you're offended, upset, or would like to make a comment, YouTube, please leave a a, a comment um, there at allthingsmedicalassistant.com. Leave a comment there, and if you're listening to me on Apple Podcast or uh, Anchor FM anchor.fm you can leave me a voice message and again if you're listening to me on apple just please go to allthingsmedicalassistant.com and leave me that that um, that message and i'll address it so you know this past week has been really 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 um interesting it's been heavy in public or rather rather national news um heavy in politics and heavy at work you know again i do work with a uh, an urgent care and um it's it's the best thing ever because I get to help people in, 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 in times of need. You know, we get some very significant calls that come in, and, and it's very it's very um, satisfying to be able to help people on on level. But on that level, though, you know, as a medical assistant, for all those medical assistants out there that are listening, or for anybody in the healthcare field that's listening, or even in 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 a, in a customer service sense, you know, the the provider or rep and customer patient relation is is very important obviously it's it's the ultimate sense of customer service you know and one thing that i know that i try and do and i've i've i've, I've tried to do this in the 28 years i've been in this field um, is give the most accurate information when i'm asked a question be able to provide the most accurate treatment or the most um relative and 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 up-to-date treatments and you know, just to be that informative, uh, inform, uh, informed, and and be able to to educate the appropriate way, which you know I believe um, all of us try and be. You know, I mean, it goes to the core, to the heart of the ethics and, and the morals of being a medical system, or for being in the healthcare field. Period. You know, you you're not there to cause harm. You're not there to cause um, any kind of confusion. You're there to help. You're there to comfort. You're there to 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 help an individual in their need. You know, I mean, this goes anywhere from a two-month-old to a 93-year-old, which, you know, we've had that, <clears throat> excuse me, we've had that, that, that dynamic there in my urgent care. So, you know, through this, trying to be the most 
you know, honest and ethically and morally appropriate uh, healthcare provider. There's a lot of propaganda and outside information that comes in that makes our job worse, makes my job worse anyway, or harder rather, should I say, because people are berated with all this false information, negative information. You know, they're scared. They're scared. They're just told the bad stuff, but never told the good stuff. Oh, you know, COVID-19 is going to kill you, so don't get it. You know, that's not necessarily true 100% of the time. You can get it and, and treat it appropriately, you know, and feel sick and and, 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 and and stay home and quarantine and, you know, get this virus through and, and you'll be fine. You just got to follow the rules. You got to follow what your provider tells you. You know, you have to you have to try and, and, and adhere and apply to all of these rules that are and regulations that are being enacted by our municipal governments, state, you know, even national, which, anyways, you know, social distancing, the masking, you know, and, and, and last week, I, I believe I covered, you know, the whole masking issue where you know, people are, individuals are just very reluctant, they're very, you know, against it, you know, and I don't think it has really anything to do with the masking, it's being told what to do, you're not telling me what to do, you can't tell me to wear a mask, you know, well, no one's telling you what to do, you know, we're asking you for your help to be part of the solution for this pandemic that's happening right now. Just the other day at work, we had a gentleman come in with uh, their spouse and and uh, just did not agree to wearing a face covering, but decided to to sit in our foyer. You know, unfortunately, we had to take uh, specific measures, and you know, law enforcement came out and spoke to him, and you know, it, it just it just made the day that much harder for everybody. Not just. You know, for us as the healthcare providers to have that in the back of our mind, like, oh my gosh, you know, this really can't happen to us at any time. But I can just imagine what it was like for all of the, you know, patients that are, that were waiting uh, for treatment or care. They're probably thinking, oh man, is it like this? Or does it, does it give them, you know, does it make them, you know, even more apprehensive about going to, to, to receive medical care because there's going to be defiant individuals all around? Well, you know, unfortunately, it's a 50-50 shot. So, um, again, for all of those out there that are, you know, sticking to the rules and everything, thank you very much. And for all of you out there that aren't, I hope you find it in yourself eventually to understand and realize that this is a serious issue and we need to, we, we need to protect one another, you know. And if, if not for ourselves, for our families, for our kids, for our spouses, because if we can keep ourselves safe, our kids safe, our spouses safe. In turn, when they go into the community, they can keep everybody else safe. Because again, you know, you've got these mass gatherings, whether on the beaches, the parties, you know, grocery store, whatever, these measures are necessary. Okay. So please, I, I, I hope, uh, I hope this makes some sense. So, you know, thank you for doing the right thing. If you are, if you're not, I, I hope eventually the light comes on. But going back to, you know, being that we're berated with all this negative and false information, um, the biggest thing that, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that happened this week was this, or last week, was this this show of of, of power behind this hydrochloroquine and, and azithromax. You know, they they, they even uh, showed an African American doctor uh, on the footsteps of a building and saying, "We have a cure. No need to quarantine. You know, we have." Well, this is not true. You know, it, it came out this week by a very reputable uh, medical institution and, and by the by the FDA, rather, I believe that hydrochloroquine has been uh, specifically and has been uh, 
labeled as not safe, period. So there's no more trials, there's no more tests, it's just been decided it is not safe. Even though it's had a very, 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 a very small, uh, a very small positive, it's had more negative, you know, it's had more negative uh, reactions to patients, you know, it's made patients even more ill, so therefore it's just not, it's not real, it's not, it's not true. You know, and all of you out there that, that are that are drinking that Kool-Aid, uh, you know, that you're getting from your administration, or if you're of that population that believes that, oh yes, it's the answer, it's the cure, well then, I really hope that you don't get sick, or anybody in your family gets sick, and decide to take this medication and find out that it doesn't work, as opposed to doing the right thing, follow the, the, the municipal measures, government measures, you know, social distancing, um, masking, and... Um, and washing your hands, and instead of relying on false evidence, false proof. And these people, they were called doctors on the front line or something like that. Apparently, before that uh, outrageous, ridiculous, and stupid show of, of, of conviction, uh, that, that, that for sure it was a cure, that there's no reason to quarantine, no reason to fear. Um, it's just... Before that, I think it was, I think that group had just formed like 10 or 12 days before that. So there's a lot of questions there. You know, this, this re-election time, you know, why all of a sudden was this, this, this group of doctors that is so sure, you know, you know, doctors on the front line or whatever, that they know for sure that this is a cure and that this is an end all to the, to the COVID-19 virus, you know? No, that is not true. And that whoever that physician is, I hope she's uh, ridiculed, and I hope she is found to be a quack, and I hope, you know, anybody who knows better, knows right, can just look at her and say, wow, you are part of the problem. You're part of the root of the problem. You know, as doctors, you took that Hippocratic Oath. You know, you, you, you promised in front of God and, and your classmates you know, and your family or children to not harm anybody and by going out there propagandizing things that are not true because one you are you know in awe of you know this tv personality or because for some reason you feel like you're going to lose your job or because you don't want to look like an idiot on that front well you you've just made yourself the biggest idiot the biggest idiot you know all those in in, in healthcare that understand that this hydrochloroquine acetamax is not the answer we all we can do is sit back and wonder. Oh man, how much worse is it going to get? What's what's the next cure? You know, just like you know the intravenous use of Clorox and you know using vapes, uh, you know Lysol. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's not the way medicine works. Medicine is a science. It's not a witchcraft. You know. But then again, in in time, you know, in this time, there's always been, you know, crazy people out there that have you know their their own thoughts and conspiracy theorists and you know hey man you know i really believe bigfoot's real i think aliens are out there i believe in la llorona y la cucuy, el cucuy but that doesn't mean that i believe that this medication is is effective either you know i know better you know 28 years i understand what the hydrochloroquine is good for what azithromax is good for and for this it's not good for that you know those of us in the healthcare field in the clinical sense you know we we, we try to keep up with the latest news to know what's good out there and what's 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 valuable for the patient and we get issues like this oh man it just it, it doesn't help anything especially for all of those that are already non-believers in the healthcare uh 
system, you know, and you, you, you feed them crap like this, it doesn't help. And it just makes, um, you know, access to medical care and, and access to patients to provide that care even harder. So, you know, those out there, again, that are, are you know, are eating that cheese to believe that, you know, hydrochloroquine, uh, Zithromax is the answer, it's the cure, please do a better study, do a better um, informative look, uh, research, and understand what it's good for, and and also learn why it's not good for COVID-19 and why it's not effective. Understand that, and then make a better decision. Okay, All right, I, I ask you to do that. And so, you know, th- this week was very significant as well as I've seen uh, this this change in people, even within my family. You know, this 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 change that COVID-19 is doing to people. You know, just the name itself. You know, COVID-19. You know. Uh, neuro COVID or neurovirus and C19, how it's changing people. You know, I think the name just itself strikes the fear because, you know, the whole time, like I said, since the beginning of this, of this pandemic, you know, we're, we're given all the bad, 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 all of the, the false, 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 all of the inaccurate, inaccurate, inaccurate news. You know, we're given death rates, we're getting infection rates, but we're not told about the good being done out there. We're not told about the lives that we have saved. We're not told about the people that have done all the hard work, medical assistants, nurses, doctors, laboratory technicians, front desk staff. We don't hear that. So, you know, you've got people just watching the news, watching the news, watching the news, and the news is only reporting this negative stuff. Well, no wonder why people are freaking out. No wonder why people feel like there's no answer out there. Because nobody will get on TV and talk about the good things. Nobody will get on there or the radio or whatever internet and say, hey, yeah, all this is happening. Yes, we're having a higher incidence of, of exposures, but that's through testing. But, you know, we are catching people that we that, that we do in the early phases. We treat them or rather we educate them how to quarantine, how to be safe, and they get better. You know, in the beginning when this when this virus first hit, we didn't know nothing about it. I mean, the, the coronavirus has been around for a long time. If you get a can of Lysol and you turn it around and there's this beige label at the top, you're going to find back there that it's it's effective for the human coronavirus. So therefore, this virus has been around for, for a long time. It's just a matter of uh, a specific genetic type of this virus. Uh, the, you know, it's genetic makeup, uh, you know, the, the way its DNA functions and what it does is once it, once it affects the individual. You know, that's where the difference is in, in the name uh, coronavirus. The virus itself has been around, but it's it's its molecular and met- metabolic structure that that causes issues within uh, individuals. You know that's another thing to look up and and I'm trying to understand is is the, is the genetic and metabolic uh, processes that this virus goes through and and what causes it to infect individuals and and how it does. But just the name itself is striking all this fear. It's causing uh, it's it's causing compli- it's causing uh, complications in. And, and, and human interaction. I mean, it's it's causing problems in, in the belief of the healthcare system. You know, somebody um, who I'm very close to uh, was possibly exposed. You know, and, and all all she could think was is, well, you know, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Or you know, why should I even do this? Why should I even try and, and test? What for? Because if I have it, I have it. You know, that's that, and and that was and that was very frustrating. You know, and. And even and even felt very hopeless for me, you know. And those of us that are out there in clinics testing, 
you know, because medical assistants are testing, you know, here in the state of Washington anyways, uh, Governor Inslee did uh, lift the um, supervisory uh, laws for the medical assistants, you know, which, uh, which are, which here in Washington uh, allows the medical assistants to swab nasopharyngeal or anterior nasal uh, swabs for this, you know. So the medical assistants are out there on the front line handling this virus, you know. You know I'm in clinic handling it, transporting it, you know. Grabbing the vial by hand, bagging it. I'm PPE, you know. Thank and and thank to my God, I came out negative on a serology test, you know. But yeah, so you've got individuals like me that are out there frontline doing this, you know, living up to our ethics and and, and and morals, you know, to provide the best care. And yeah, it scares the hell out of me because I have, you know, I have a family, I have a child, and you know, and and I have to worry about bringing this home and. And infecting them or infecting co-workers or infecting people out in public but I cannot let this name COVID-19 dictate my life I cannot let this virus dictate my life now what do I mean by that well you know in the beginning when we had to uh, when we had the uh, involuntary you know lockdown and everything man that upset me yeah when they told me that I had to wear a mask every day man that upset me and I didn't want to do it I didn't want to do it I was saying no but you know what since it's not about me and it's about protecting uh, public health I did it now I know for a fact that masking helps because that's what helps during the flu season as well is you know paying attention to droplet precaution coughing sneezing coughing to your arm you know sneezing to a, uh, a napkin or you know it's it's the same method it's just you're just basically wearing your sleeve or your napkin on your nose really is what it is so you know it's not so much for me to be protected from you in that sense but it's for me protecting you so you know when i sneeze or speak i don't you know let out that droplet precaution in essence you know uh, affecting you you know and, and and we need to stick together you know we, we need to make it through this hard time together we need to understand that this potentially could get worse and that currently there's nothing out there enforcing the fact that there's good being done out there that there has been that there have been many lives that have been saved you know, we have to go out there knowing that uh, purposely I'm going to go to work and put myself in danger and put myself in the face of of, uh, of exposure. My co-workers put themselves in the face of exposure and they go home to their families. They go home to friends. They go to the grocery store. They go they go to public places and they adhere to the social distancing and masking rules. But still, it's still an exposure risk. And I do that. Every, I do that four days a week, maybe five or six if I pick up overtime. Now, can you imagine how many healthcare providers out there are doing the same thing? But they do it because this is what they signed up for. They do it because they're either enough for this kind of thing or because it is their, it, it, it's their duty. You know, when they went to school, they, they made a promise to take care of people no matter how hot it got. No matter how, uh, you know, deadly it can be or how infectious or, or how, you know, how negatively it can impact us. We still go out there and we do it. And again... This ranges medical assistants, you know, certified nursing assistants who are out there being given, you know, the poo of the worst jobs. You know, and how about those that are part of environmental services, janitorial staff, you know, not just in hospitals, but clinics and, and schools. You know, nobody thinks about them because, you know, I guess since they're such a lower, you know, class of, of uh, such a lower uh, part of the structure, they're just not thought upon. They're just thought, well, you know, that's what they, that's where they chose to be. No. They didn't choose to be that. They chose to help people, so they took the best way that they could to start, 
either start their future or because they want to take care of people. So all of you out there that are that thought of mind that, oh, well, a CNA or a janitor, uh-uh. if it weren't for those people, would you do it? No, I don't think so. Because if you're, if, if you're narcissistic, if you're narcissistic enough to think like that, then what's the, then what's the point in trying to even talk to you? You know, again, you know, people like you that are narcissists, people like you that just think that, you know, this administration is the best that we've had because it's the whole truth, you know, and it's, and it's, it's the, you know, I just hope you don't get this, you know, and, and it's unfortunate because those of you that think that this is a bunch of bull or that it's, 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 it's a created or it's a hoax, you know, because of you, you're half that population that are going out there and spreading this damn thing when it happens. The other half are just the, the knuckleheads that just choose not to abide by the rules because they don't want to be told what to do. Because they have a right to choice. No, no, no. But I'm going to tell you something. Just because you think you have the right to your, as I, as I said last week, your, your freedom and liberty. Um, you have the right to sit down, think about things the appropriate way, and do the right thing. Actually, you don't have the right. You have the, the responsibility to do that sit down and think about the right thing you know i i laugh at the news uh at the news segments that say okay a whole beach of kids went out to party and now a half to two-thirds of them are sick or a, or a family had a house party and they're all sick well you know what you kind of asked for it and you don't believe it's real until things like that happen whatever i just hope uh again you know i wouldn't wish this my worst enemy but again you know if if if, if you have any sense of direction in your life, any sense of morality, you know, please pull that forward and put that narcissism behind you and, and take that time, that time that you use arguing and arguing and uh, that time that you use, you know, contradicting, why don't you use that time to educate yourself, to learn about this, to learn how it's affecting people and to learn how it can affect you if it hasn't. Because I know, I know there are, I'm sure there's a good amount of people out there that thought that this was a hoax and now they've been infected. And they had to quarantine. And I'm sure there are people out there, unfortunately, that thought that this was a hoax or a joke. And now they're they're gone. They've died. They've passed away. And now the families are upset. And now it's another conspiracy. The Democrats did it. The Democrats sent it in, in, in an envelope and infected them. You know, just like that uh, congressman that, that went to session without a mask. And he ended up positive with the coronavirus. That's a stupid excuse. Oh, well, I was just handling my mask a lot. So, you know, that's probably how I got it. I can't believe somebody that ignorant, that ignorant, would even be in a position to make law, to make law. I can only imagine the people that voted for him. Forget it. You know, and this type of behavior flows into another issue: is deception and and lying. People are lying to get in the clinic to test. You know. And, and it's not, and, and it's it's no it's no big news. It's no it's nothing new to know that you know there's not this overabundance of testing out there. You know, we're there to test the symptomatic people. We're there to test those that are possibly exposed to symptomatic. You know, I I don't know what's in the works right now as far as maybe a a mail-in option or something like that or some kind of a saliva test. Who knows? But what I'm saying is. Um, 
there are people that are they're coming to clinics, urgent cares, and their doctors, and they're saying just the right words to get in, and then they get in and they lie, and they say, well, you know, I did register with this chief complaint, but now that I'm back here, I'm actually having these symptoms, which are COVID-related, and then they test, and then they come out negative, you know, and it's just for their, you know, that's wrong, because what you're doing is, when you're going in, and you're deceptively registering in a clinic, and saying that it's for one thing, and then you get to the back of the clinic and say it's for another, you have potentially exposed all of the individuals you've come across with because you wanted to lie and you wanted to deceive. Now, I understand this is a scary situation, and I would love for everybody out there to get tested. I would love for there to be like a mass mail-out of, 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 uh, of PCR, polymerase chain reaction tests. I would love that. That would be great. That would be ideal because then we can just test everybody at once and catch everybody who is who, who's asymptomatic and who's probably symptomatic mildly or those that are starting infection. And even then, you know, if you test too early, you could still have it. We just don't pick up uh, enough of, uh, of, uh, of a viral sample. But in effect, while you're going around lying about symptoms and trying to get in and this and that, because otherwise you would probably be told, no, since you're not symptomatic, you know, hopefully you don't. Uh, but if you do become symptomatic, then please call us back. That's not right. Again, you're part of the problem by being deceptive and lying and potentially exposing all of these people. You see, and here's the thing. Your conscience will never weigh on you because you will never know. For all you know, all you've done is you've gone to a clinic, you've lied to get in, to get tested, you've gone out, and you've walked out. You know? And because you're not going to see all of these people you've came across ever again, it doesn't weigh on you. You don't think about, oh, did I expose? No, because it's a one for all, well, you know, one, you know, one for all mentality, you know, you above the rest. That's wrong. Not in this situation. So all of you out there that are, that are thinking about lying just to get tested, please don't do that. Because in effect, if you are without infection and you go somewhere and you're on somebody who's potentially infected, you potentially expose yourself. So you know what? It just might happen either way. But don't lie because you could put yourself in that, that, that situation. You know, obviously this is an unprecedented time. You know, we've learned so much about it since the beginning. So much work is being done. So much work has been done. And this is the way of life that we should be following. We should be leading by example. We should be there to help each other, to be, a, as I say, a steward of our community, a steward to our family. And that's what makes the difference. Everybody who I see uh, masking, uh, you know, sanitizing their hands, I applaud you because you are part of the solution. You are part of the solution. And for all of you out there that still think this is a joke, well, um, I, I wish the best for you. But with all that come together, how's that affected me being a medical assistant? Oh, heck, you know. I mean, I have to fight hard. Well, not fight hard. Well, okay, I have to fight harder to, to convince an individual. You know, I have to fight harder to keep myself from being exposed. I have to fight harder to keep my sanity, to keep my individuality in check. Because I'm out there every day, you know, well, four days a week, uh, like I said, purposely exposing myself, you know. I'm trying to keep myself mentally in check, you know, and try and keep myself mentally strong for my family. Yeah, you know, 
I can't go around, you know, placing myself potential exposure and then, you know, not worry about the family. And that's, that's stupid. Like I said before, I'm tired. My body is tired. And it's sad. It's sad to hear of all the new cases and all the new deaths and how it could have been prevented. Now, uh, I'm not sure if there are of you that are listening that still don't think that this is a real deal or it's still a hoax. You know, again, I hope it doesn't happen to you, but because of people like you, you know, this makes this situation so much worse. You know, and on that, I would love if anybody out there is listening, if they are of the conspiracy theory um, um, uh, era, or if you think that this, you know, send me a message, anchor.fm, send me a voice message. Um, if you're listening to me at apple.com, go to All Things Medical Assistance, send me a message. If you're watching this upload on YouTube, please go ahead and, and leave a comment. And whatever it is that I get, I will address at the next uh, podcast. Uh, but anyways, uh, this is Santino Tez for All Things Medical Assistant. Thank you for um, listening. Again, if you're a new uh, listener or a viewer, please uh, subscribe, uh, like the video, hit that bell so you're notified for the next uh, episode. And then as well, I try and upload once a week, a Friday, try no later than Saturday. So sometimes I'll be a couple of days late if, if, if I'm still trying to decide on a topic to speak about. But um, either way, please be safe. Be a steward to yourself, to your family, to your community. And um, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.